0: Bill White's Midday Rant is a short, sharp take on what's happening and how it relates to you. Agree or disagree? Listen to middayrant.com today. Let's start by me confirming that I'm not trying to convince anyone of my religious belief, which, for the avoidance of doubt, is rooted firmly in Judaism. I am Jewish, and I'm not proselytizing for our team, primarily because Jews don't proselytize. But if you find yourself rooting for another team, then I'm willing to bet that the founding documents that you claim to accept contain precisely what I'm about to explain. Okay, some background. Although I don't like dividing Jews into different denominations because it's been said that there are only Jews, just some are more observant than others, I am what you would describe as an observant Jew, and by that I mean I keep Shabbat, in other words, I don't work from Friday evening for at least 25 hours, I eat only kosher food, and I rise each night after midnight and before dawn to pray and to read from the Torah and the Zohar. The Talmud notes that the Torah contains 613 mitzvot or commandments. The word mitzvah comes from the root word letsevet, which means to join. This teaches us that the performance of mitzvot is the means by which we can join and attach ourselves to God in order to experience the divine. There are 248 positive commandments, things we must do, and 365 prohibited commandments, things we must not do. Briefly, and I do mean briefly, an overview of the topics covered in no specific order include God, Torah, signs and symbols, prayer and blessings, love and brotherhood, the poor and unfortunate among us, the treatment of non-Jews, marriage, divorce, and family, forbidden sexual relations, times and seasons relating to agriculture, dietary laws, business practices, employees and servants, vows, oaths, and swearing for legal purposes, the sabbatical and jubilee years, again relating to agriculture, the court and judicial procedures, injuries and damages, property and property rights, criminal law, punishment and restitution, prophecy, idolatry, the treatment of animals, clothing, the firstborn, the Kohanim or priests, and the Levites, who have a political and educational responsibility within the community, tithing, tzedakah or charity, and taxes, the temple, sanctuary and sacred objects, offerings, purity and impurity, the king, the Nazarites, those who dedicate themselves for a period of time to intense religious devotion, and finally my list concludes with the subject of war. Of course, some of these mitzvot are currently redundant because they relate only to the temple in Yisrael, and because the first two temples were destroyed, we're left with a list that will still fill out even the longest of days. And each of these requires an in-depth discussion of their own, but I wanted you to get an idea of the comprehensiveness of the list because many people will think of the Ten Commandments and stop there. These mitzvot cover all areas of life providing a sort of cradle-to-grave management for living. But today I wanted to focus on just two negative commandments, Numbers 39 and 40. Both are found within a single verse in Davarim, or you might know it as Deuteronomy, verse 22-5, which says, A woman must not put on man's apparel, nor shall a man wear woman's clothing, for whoever does these things is abhorrent to your God. Now, I'm not a biologist, but I would say that that's a reasonably unambiguous statement. Whether you're Jewish or not, if you believe in God, you must take those words to heart and recognize that God had a very good reason to include them. Furthermore, I'm not aware of either of those commandments having been withdrawn. But if you require any further clarification of that, you could refer to the commentary of Rashi, who explains it further, and you will come to understand that it's not merely about their clothes. I'll leave the links to my source for the text below in the description. Suffice it to say, God's reason must have been to point out that men and women are different. And as Rashi explains, if a woman wants to appear as a man, or should a man seek to pass himself off as a woman, nothing good can come of it. To suggest or to say or act otherwise is abhorrent to God. And if you believe in God, based on history, this does not end well for those involved.